Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Yes. And another transmission it is. Here we are today with on CD release day. It's not going to come out till tomorrow, but with the podcast, but yesterday the CD came out. That's we got to right. just we got to just I think it's uh important that we just let people know that we pre-record this and it comes out the day <laughs> after so we don't have to keep fucking around. <laughs> Wait, this isn't live? No. Well, I mean it's live to us. Like this is really happening right now. Yeah. But when most people hear it, it will have happened in the past. It's confusing, I know. Hang in there. This is the past. Hold on, st- stop everything. This is the future, the present, and the past, all in one he- big fucking glorious moment. Embrace it. I don't think I can. I'm scared. <laughs> I know it's it's powerful. It's Hold powerful, me. Grady Don. Don't don't be scared. My dad's calling me. Should we call him back on the? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I think we should. All right, that's a good idea. <laughs> What uh, what's your dad been up to lately? I don't know. We're gonna find out though. He's just uh, hanging out. You said he's been sailing. A he's lot. been sailing a shit ton. Did you turn the vocal down? Uh, my vocal down in my in my ears? No. That's weird. I wonder if something's going on here. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I lost. I lost juice. Keep talking. Check. 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 Hey. 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 Check. Okay, I think we're back. We were we had some chick, 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 chick. malfunctions there for a moment. I just this is just a fuck. I just unplugged my thing. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it's a goddamn shit show in here. Grady's eating lunch on on the microphone here. I mean, this is just like bound for just horribleness right now. <laughs> uh, okay, but we are back, and I guess we're gonna let's let's just k- kick it off and call my dad. All right. What do you think about that? Let's do it. By the way, you are listening to Grady Don, Eric Tarr, Charlie Shafter, and Starfire. And I did that counterclockwise. I mean clockwise. We're going to try and get Charlie's dad on the phone here. See if this shit will work. Yeah. Oh. What are you doing? Uh, leaving the gas station. What are you doing at the gas station? Uh, buying gas. How much per gallon? Three seventy-three. Oh, three seventy-three, huh? It's about three fifty here. Well, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what's been going on? What's been going on? Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, what have I been doing? Sailing. Sailing? Sailing, yeah. And, uh, oh, let's see. You're racing people out there when you're sailing? Am I racing people? Yeah, kicking ass, taking names. Just a bunch of old fat parts and monohauls. <laughs> That's go, good. Go, go blasting by them. So how's how's the uh, CD coming? It's it's done. It's it's release day. Yeah, people are buying You're it. Buying. They are. Yeah. How do you know? Well, how can you tell? Well, they say they're buying it on Twitter. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't believe a word they say. 
Twitter's full of liars. I've been just randomly calling people and asking them if they bought the album, and about <laughs> half of them have. Yeah, I have. I bought it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, see, you're just another <laughs> random phone call that we've been making to see if you bought that's the album. Right. <laughs> well, Thank you for your input, sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> Billy Hamilton had somebody call him this morning. Yeah. And they said, uh, this is William Hamilton. You live in, uh, in Kentucky, right? And he said, yeah. He said, we have, we have a check here for you for $950,000 and five new Mercedes. <laughs> nice. And, well, he didn't quite believe him. That's a good day right and, there. Well, in the end, Billy asked him if he, uh, if he liked to perform oral sex on people, he didn't use exactly those words. <laughs> and and that he said, he, well, he told him, he said, well, I live in Las Vegas now. Can you bring that check out here? <laughs> now, well, they, you know, they, they, didn't, they didn't buy it at all. Eric's been having uh, Jehovah's Witnesses coming to his house like almost once a week. Well, he should. The he same did. one because he engages in conversation with them. Well, that's his big mistake there. Well, Leland, I just, I just like the, I get, I, the conversation. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to turn them. Oh, they're trying to turn Harry? me. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! Too many people talk. I don't even know who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been so, trying to, uh, I've been trying to get them to go chicken fighting with me, but they won't do it. Well, they should. Starfire would get into chicken fighting. I think he'd, he'd like to. Uh, Get a part-time job at dressing up as an egg and raise the bantams before the big fight. No, you know I I got out of that business. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it's too brutal. I I just couldn't well, handle. It. I couldn't take it anymore. Well, it's, somebody's got to do it. And it pays well too. <laughs> I think. Well, it so, pays better than being a musician for sure. But. Well, yeah, almost anything pays better than that. <laughs> <laughs> So Leland, ha- well, have you on your sail when you're out sailing? Have you uh, turned your catamaran? Is it a catamaran? Yeah. Have you turned it over yet? Oh, a few times. <laughs> Man, it's no big deal. You just pull it back up and away you go. Yeah. And uh, these old people down at this yacht club, they they have these what I call pig boats. They're really slow. And the first day they didn't know me from anybody. They said, "Well, you better not go up there." With, you better leave that jib down when you go out. And, you know, I put it up anyway. And then when I tipped over, well, I see you tipped over. Yeah. I said, well, I told you not to put that jib up. And uh, I said, that's what they're supposed to do is tip over. You either go real fast and occasionally you tip over or you go slow like you do. <laughs> right. And you're not going slow out there on that lake. No, you're hauling oh, ass. Yeah. That's right. You should have asked him. You should have asked him. Well, you think next time I should punch a couple holes in the sail? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Hey, Eric's coming up with you, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Eric. I think is going to come to Illinois with me. Maybe if he. Yes, if he, I'm coming. Uh, well, if you if you come up here, I'll take you. And the wind's blowing good. I'll take you out and scare the piss out of you. <laughs> you're on. Huh? You're on. You you ever been on a catamaran? Yes, but not on a Great Lake. Well, it's, we're not going to be on the Great Lake. Oh. We're just, no, but it is, it's a nice lake. I've done it once. It's a good lake. It's a good. Been on one going fast. I want to go fast. Yes. Have you, have you ever been on one going fast? Well, it wasn't that fast, but 
I'm sure you, you just go a lot faster. How fast well, are you going? Oh, about 30 miles an hour. It's, How many knots what, is that? I don't know. I never could figure that shit out. I mean, people use knots like, I mean, who cares? Fast is fast. The, the best that you ever ridden a motorcycle, Eric? Yes. You you get on a, you get on these catamarans and it's twenty five knot wind. It's like riding a moped going one hundred and thirty. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> get, uh? get the high speed wobbles. One hundred and thirty oh, on a yeah. moped. Yeah, well, they're, they're they're the only sailboat that'll tip over for it. When anybody sees a catamaran, they go, "Well, the first question is, well, where do you sit on it? Well, it's got that big ass trampoline, but you don't yeah. sit on it. You just use it to get from one side to the other. Right. And you hook up to this wire and you wear this bucket thing. There's a seat deal. Yes. And you stand out from the edge of the boat. Your your head's about like when you get out there, your your head is like oh, four feet. If you're six feet tall, your head's ten feet out from the center of the boat. You're out over the water. You just ass you out over that, the water. You pull in that main and it really gets going and then the hull goes up in the air. All of a sudden, you're about like twelve feet off of the water. It's uh, you know, it's fun. It's uh. I'm in. You come up here, we'll we'll hope for some good wind, and uh, we'll go out and scare the piss out of you. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, had, uh, Charlie was on it once or twice when he was a little kid, but now we'll uh, uh, we'll get it going. Well, I'm in. That sounds like fun, man. Yeah, well, it is. It's. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you hear us? I, yeah. I'm you can't see us. But... Well, I know we can't see you. That's, that's the name of your show, right? That's right. We are what well, we are here. Well, why don't you guys have a, like a video uh, video thing, uh, a pod, a video video podcast of where they can actually watch you doing this? Because then the the show title like really wouldn't make any sense. Well, and then they could see the inner workings of uh, the uh, studio there. We'd have to change the name of the show. Yeah, that you can see us. Right. It doesn't have the same ring to it. And plus, it'd be a hell of a lot more work. So, uh, tell me about your trip to uh, the Blue Light and the Golden Light. uh, Oh, yeah, last weekend. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, we played uh, some great shows. It was a lot was of fun. Was B-Wall there doing sound? No, we haven't seen B-Wall in a couple of years. No, a lot of things have changed at the Golden Line. It's uh, it's yeah. looking good, though. It's it's in good shape, and they've they really got their oh, shit yeah. together there. Yeah, it's cool. Was Arcadio there? Oh, yeah. In, in full yeah. full effect. In full regalia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... We sang a song for him. What did you sing? Well, it was to the tune of Peggyo, but we did Arcadio instead of Fenario. Oh yeah, did he like that? Yeah, he he enjoyed it. He actually requested it while we were singing the song, and he looked at me and goes, "Arcadio." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah." Sir, are you guys ready for your big trip to Greeny Hall? Yep. Yeah, are you ready? That's the question. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're we're flying down to Rio. We're uh, taking a hot air balloon from uh, St. Louis down to uh, no shit. That's going to be uh, awesome. Dallas, DFW, or no, Love Field. Yeah. Flight 51. And uh, we're going to, and, and Matt Shatter and I, we're going to walk, we're going to be down there the whole weekend and we're going to, 
We're going to insist that it's called Grooning Hall. <laughs> Not Green Hall, but Grooney Hall. Grooney Hall. Well, we've never been to Grooney Hall before. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. We're here to see Chapter Graw. Chapter Graw. Yeah, when do we start playing, anyhow? Yeah. Are we, are we going to go float the river? I, I guess. We're, we're going to go uh, float the river with a bunch of Matt Martindale sorority boys. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Matt's yeah. Matt's uh fraternity is coming. Yeah. Sorority yeah. boys. <laughs> sorority boys, that's what I call it. What, what I was in college, if you joined a fraternity, you're you were nuts. I mean nobody did that. Yeah, no one did that when I was in college either. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. pretty square. Don't tell Matt yeah. Martindale that. No, no, no. <laughs> That's, uh, he, he who has a brand on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, Unless it's he, Delta House. That's that's the way to go. Delta House, go. yeah. Isn't that the one that was in... Uh, yeah, Animal House. Yeah, Animal House. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to go. Well, Matt Martindale is actually a Delta. A Delta something. Okay, then see, he did he did the right thing. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Uh, him and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. I met a bunch of his sorority boys at the, the wedding there, and Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey was actually pretty cool because the only thing he really gave a shit about was is that he uh, had a brand new conversion van, and they used to like you all. Everybody down in Texas drinks and drives, right? Right. And uh, he liked his conversion van uh, because he had a urinal built in the back. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the conversion that you kind of stand up in, but he had a like a piss tube they have in a <laughs> porta potty. Good old piss and, tube. And you could just, you know, you just drive. I, I don't think the driver was drinking, but everybody else can. And it avoided having, that's about all I can remember about it. He's just really proud of that. And you could pee in that, and you didn't have to stop every 10 minutes. That, that when you're drinking and driving and you have to stop, yeah. everybody has to pee at different times. So uh, You never get anywhere. No, you never get anywhere. It takes a long you time. You guys don't have that problem in your van, do you? No, we, we don't drink in the van. Well, I know, but uh, just just do you have to stop a lot? For different people to pee, or do you? Not really. We we it's we we're, we kind of gotten all on the same schedule. We try to coordinate it. Yeah. Okay. You, you guys don't piss in the bottle and save it, then pour it out. Slow down and pour it out. Do you do that? We try to avoid it whenever possible. It it does happen from time to time, if absolutely necessary. The big thing that we 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 try to avoid doing is shitting in the back seat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. And the other thing is, don't don't ever piss in a lemonade or iced tea bottle. Yeah, <laughs> because somebody sees it there, they might drink it. Or screw the top off a Freon bottle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, well, do you guys do you guys play first? Or does uh, uh, Cooter Grout play first at Grinny Hall? They're going to close for us. Yeah. <laughs> Cougar Grau's going to close uh, the show for us tonight. Oh, okay. I mean, well. that night. All right, well, we're going to get going on this podcast. We'll, we'll call you later or something. I'll call you later. Oh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. All right, thanks for talking to us. Later. Oh, yeah. Life inflation, not a farmer. 
have to put the disclaimer at the end of that when i talk to leland i do not go to chicken fights and i never have been well, so well you have been to one but he he's uh no he thinks you he thinks i'm a chicken fighting expert well he just wants you to be a chicken yeah. fighting expert <laughs> well and so and i guess you've told the story on the podcast before but uh you used to drive uh, an ambulance right right a and fucking ambulance and then a, a guy had a heart attack at a chicken fight Right, in and a you, chicken fight arena. And you had to show up and... Right, and that's my... That's your chicken fight that's story. That's my though. chicken fight experience. The thing is, none of us have even been that close to a chicken fight. So, I mean, to us, you got to understand, you are kind of the expert. Well, I, I see your <laughs> point. Well taken. You know? Well, any questions or about it? No. No? <laughs> Good, because I don't have any answers. <laughs> So oh I, I, somebody got bit by a bear right out um, in front, literally right in front of my house last night. Okay, or not yeah. last night, yesterday during the day. So Smoky Bear. Well, it was a brown paper bag. Ah, unmarked Smoky. Yeah, an unmarked Smoky pulled this dude over, and he got eaten. It was a mauling. Oh, really? really? Yeah, he and got eaten, and the took him back to the bear cave. Took him back to the bear cave. And what do you, what do you call? The dragon wagon. The dragon wagon came and took took his took the c- civilian's car away. Oh my God, wow! They they searched the car. What? what they oh yeah, they him? searched the car. They put him in handcuffs. There, he had two other people with him, and the cops told him to get the fuck out of there, and they left. Like, they didn't even let him take his car. No, because I mean, uh, when I got when I got uh, DWI, my roommate was with me. He was sober, of course, and that's why he wasn't driving. <laughs> like an idiot that I am. Um, and they let him take my car, which was yeah, that, which that's, was somewhat cool. I've had a friend who they they let that happen yeah, to. But also. so they they told his friends get the hell out of here. Yep, they get the hell out of here. And I videotaped the whole thing. Yeah. What, so Dude, what? So you know what that is? We talked about it. You know, we we brought it up. It's considered wiretapping. So it's a guy like a guy recently. He was filming a cop beating up a seventeen-year-old kid. The cop sees him videoing arrest him and he cha- he he uh he faces like i want to say like five years for fucking yeah, wiretap they, they've been getting a lot of those charges dropped because hopefully it, it depends on when we've talked about this before but it depends on what state you're in right and so like in texas like i could record you even if you say no because 
it's uh, only one person. Has, only one person has, has to, to know if it's well, our conversation. Well, that's fucked up anyway. But police officers are considered public servants. They're out in public, especially if they're on a public street or something like that. That's public, uh, you know, whatever public grounds. You yeah, can, yeah. There's there's no expectation of privacy there. Well, um, so Charlie, you know why they got arrested? Man, it wasn't really clear. It looked like so they were going down Locust, you know, mm-hmm. or, or Elm. You know what Uh-oh. is really fucked up? Oh no, they both came. I just didn't think about this until now because I don't think about it. They both came the wrong way. So they came the wrong way down a one-way street and then turned. And then like it looked like they were trying to get away from him. And he goes, I'm, I just got get home, and I shut my door, and I'm walking to my front door, and I hear, woo, woo, you know, the, uh-huh. the whatever thing that is. I can't do how We put the sound effect in there. Yeah, later. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. You know, I thought it was for me. But then this car, he pulls in, and the whole thing ensues. They search the hell out of the car. But you yeah. didn't see like what they found. Sometimes they just like lay it out on the hood. It of the didn't car. look like they found anything. He's probably just drunk. I don't know. It, did, it didn't look like they found a damn thing. There, uh, there was no tricks involved. Sobriety test or anything? No, not that I could see. I mean, they put him in handcuffs almost immediately. Hmm. They basically maybe warrants. He, the, the, as soon as they walked up, the cop opened the door. You know, didn't even really talk to him much. You know, just came up and opened the door. So he may have had a warrant. Well, no, I mean. You know, it's one of those things like if a cop's trying to pull you over and and you're trying to evade, that they can arrest you for that. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. So maybe that was it. He's like, anyway, you're going to jail first things yeah, first. Right. Be, and way. we're towing your car. Your friends can fuck off. And then yeah. he was going to see if he could pop him for something else. But Right. Either way, once that bear gets his snout in that feed bag, he's going to rip it open. Going? <laughs> <laughs> Man, nothing worse than a bear bite, Ed. Yeah, no, he got. I mean, he got swallowed by a bear. Well, and you know, maybe he was a dude who didn't need to be on the streets. You know, if he's driving the wrong way down a one-way street, he didn't really look like he needed to be on the street. And the cops, the cops, from what I saw, even videotaped him, did everything completely. They were doing everything completely right, hmm. completely cool. I mean, were you really videotaping? I, I have it all on my phone right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, take- wow. I was sta- sitting on my front porch, just going like this, and the cop kept looking at me. He knew I was videotaping. It's not illegal in this in this state. Okay, yet. and I'm on my own front. Porch. I can videotape whatever the fuck I want yep. from my own front yep. porch, you know. And I, I just live in a little more fear of the man than that. I live in. I, I'm completely the opposite. I, I don't. I the have a problem is, with authority. So well, I, I do. I do too. <laughs> but I'm not about to. I'm I like not about the, to challenge it. The thing yeah. is, you, you need. You have to know your rights. A lot of people don't know their rights, and they don't know what they have the right to do. And police oftentimes will lie to them and say, "I can arrest you for doing that," when they can't. Yeah. You know. So if and if you know your rights, you could say no, you can't. I yeah. know my rights. You know, just yeah. like a police officer can't pull you over and say, "I'm going to search your car." Or I've heard like someone that they'll say like, uh, "Would you step out of the car?" Like they can't tell you, yeah, right. to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. They they have to they have to because you're you're sort of giving up that right. Yeah, right. if you if you say would you and you do, then you you could say I'd rather not. Right, and that's you why they I mean? ask, "Can I search your car?" And yeah. you can say, "No, I do not consent to a search." And that's just because you say no is not probable cause to then search you. Yeah, right? you know, and a lot of times they will say that it is. Cops, cops will lie to you for sure. You know, and now you might go to jail. But you can use that in court. Right. Yeah. Right. Very true. I just read a story about a fella. I can't remember what town it was in, but he 
they had some ordeal with Best Buy, and they said that he wasn't going to have to pay for something, and then sent him a bill saying you owe us one hundred and sixty something dollars. And he went through this big ordeal with them and got pissed off and said, "Okay, I'm going to fucking pay this." And went down to Best Buy and paid the bill in two dollar bills, so like eighty two dollar bills, right? <laughs> he counted yeah. out. And the lady at the counter said, "I don't have to take this. I don't have to take this money." And he said. Okay, then I'm leaving, you know. And uh, she said, okay, well, and acted like she was doing him a favor and took the $2 bills. And then as she's counting them, she said, or somebody else who was there said, are those even real? And they were all consecutive serial numbers. So I guess they thought that was suspicious. And there was a smudge of some of the ink on one of the bills or something. So they called the cops, handcuffed the dude to a pole, and... I think he might have even been arrested, and they called the Secret Service, because the Secret Service deals with counterfeit. Yeah. They came, looked at it, said, ah, this is real money. Sometimes ink smudges on money. And uh, <laughs> he had explanations for it. Like he, and, and that's how you buy $2 bills in right. booklets or whatever. Well, yeah, and his, he, he has a business where he gives $2 bills to kids or something, and right. they think it's cool. You know? So right. he has a bunch of them. And he explained that. But they fucking handcuffed him to a pole. And, and he's like, he said his brother's a cop and he like respects the law and all this shit. He's lived in this town for 20 years or something. And he was like mortified, you know, that everybody thinks that he's a criminal. And all he did was he was just, you know, it was a mild protest of I'm going to pay this in $2 bills. Well, that's you know? the thing too. People, it's like, you know, at the gas station sometimes they're like, oh, we can't take 100. And it's like, uh, no, no. You, it says on here legal tender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like no for all for all debts, public and private. You yeah, that's that's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Two dollar bills. I find that story kind of hilarious and then infuriating at the same yeah. time. <laughs> well, you know the what the sad thing is is that people in this country and in this world, for that matter, are very quick to jump and say this person is a terrorist or this person's doing something illegal or I need to call Big Brother to come fucking fuck with this person. Yeah. You know, and people are very quick to jump to that. And maybe, you know, I mean, maybe that's just the world we live in. But I think it is. It seems strange to me. Speaking of something that's kind of infuriating and hilarious at the same time, there's a news story that I saw uh, today that this daycare... I, it's in the United States. I can't remember what state it is. I wish I had it in front of me, but this daycare, it's its its sad, okay. but it's hilarious. This day, oh, okay, I saw this, uh, this on Drudge, I think. This daycare, it was running a toddler fight club, and they were making it, they were making the toddlers fight, and they said that you couldn't pinch and you could only punch. Whoa. <laughs> for real? Yeah, that's for real. That's fucked up, man. And like moms and shit are like coming and betting on this? No, no, no. I don't think so. No, this is just the, just, just the daycare employees. Just the daycare like, employees. Oh. Just trying to stave off boredom or whatever, and <laughs> just making the little kids fight. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, but it's hilarious too. It seems like it would be something that was, would be in like a Will Ferrell movie or something. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where it's like where the well, you know, they usually was... like when they do that with like dog fights and stuff. They usually put those dogs down. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sucks for those kids. But... They do that for the roosters too. They throw them out back in a dumpster. Yeah, I know. Poor kids, man. Four dead kids. <laughs> With your feet on the air, your head on the ground. Try this trick and 
Oh man, man. record release day. I'm. This is. We're, fin- we're finally. We're finally here. It's come to fruition. How you feeling, buddy? Yeah. Are you you excited to finally have this record? I out? am excited. It's really nice. Everybody's tweeting good things to me. People are tweeting things. There's little tweets, tweets, and cool. tweets going. Everyone on. who listened to the listens to the podcast should check out the record. Uh, yeah, we played I a think. song last week from the record, and I think there's a few songs out there people have heard. But if if you uh, are so inclined, you should go out and buy it because it's it's pretty good. I'm 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 not just saying that because you know Charlie's my friend, but I think it's a good record. I think it's a good record too. Man. Do you think your parts are the best parts? Well, yeah, of course. That's why I think it's a good record because <laughs> you're on it, right? It's not because Charlie's my friend; it's because I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. Go I mean, it. I think Starfire's the bass line, especially the bass line in Dear Diana that you did, is <laughs> the one of the. You you don't even know it's there, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those that's so good you, you can't even, you don't even well, notice it. And you know, and a lot of people aren't going to pick up on this. But you know, you obviously reference Cage's uh, four thirty three with that baseline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, not everyone. Not I mean, just only musicians will pick up on that. Yeah, it's that, uh, that you. It's kind of avant garde. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's far out. Uh, and it also the same. It reminds me of the uh, the the bass, the little, the quick little bass solo on "If You Be My Bodyguard, You Can Call Me Al." I, you know, right. oh yeah, yeah, I feel you. just like that. It kind of reminds me of that too. Mm-hmm. The whole, the whole baseline. I, I was just like about that. to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It is powerful, and, and really, this starts this whole thing over again, Charlie. When's the new record coming out? Oh, it's gonna come out today. Oh, the the newest, the new, another yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, well, I've also, I honestly feel I haven't been able to feel like I really wanted to write much as as much as I usually do. I've only written since we've been working on this like four or five songs. So I yeah. need to but I feel now like well now is the time it's to, all beyond, behind me and now I can focus on something see, new. Cause it, you it's, know what I mean? I mean I know it just came out today. It's it's the old record now. I know. Yeah. Well it's been the old record for me for about a year. <laughs> so. <laughs> so when's the when's the new one? The new one's gonna be, you know, two thousand we'll play it safe this time. Let's do two thousand sixteen. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then if it f- comes out anytime before then Yeah, but it's just gonna be like it's early. Yeah. Exactly. Drop that shit early. Yeah. I had a good time playing with you guys over the weekend. Yeah, we, it was we, fun. We didn't have Big Dan, and so, you know, there was a. it was a little weird. Uh, you know, like it was a different feel. Yeah. Missing missing a, a piece and then and at the same time kind of uh I think we all, everyone had to kind of step up a little bit. Right. But I think we, I think we did a good job. I think we did a really good job. I agree. Some people were kind of confused um, from the podcast last time. We referred to this and mildly explained it. But Dan was out playing with Amanda and uh, didn't come to our gig. So we, uh, so I, I heard those shows went well for them too. Yeah. So every, everybody won. Everybody won. And also, Brooks, like like Blue Light, the owner of Blue Light and friend of the show. Friend uh, of the show. Br- David, David Brooks said that it was one of the best shows he'd ever seen us play in a long time. Or he had seen us play in a really long time. There was time. some good energy because yeah. I think... Uh, we we came off a great gig from the Golden Light. We played really well there. Yeah, it was it was a good good crowds, good energy. Yeah. So we Something that uh, I, I think was really good about it was we rolled... Uh, we didn't use a set list. Yeah. And when it's just the same, 
there there ha- no instrument switching happening uh-huh. it's real easy just to be like hey we're going to do this or for someone for you to just start a song and yeah. has to sort of fall in exactly um so it had a it had a different pace although it, it working without the set list I noticed we did seem to take a little bit longer between songs, but yeah. it kind of had that cool feel, like right. ever you know, and we'd play a song, chill for a little bit, you know, all, everyone smoke a cigarette, everyone, yeah. everyone pee, <laughs> maybe rough up a suspect yeah, behind yeah. the drum set, or sure. Something. Well, right. yeah, that's what I'm doing back there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, good Just good times. It. I'm really looking forward to. Uh, what is it called? Grooney Hall? Grooney Hall. <laughs> Grooney Hall. Yeah, we got Grooney Hall and the Blackheart this weekend. Come What's, out and see us, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, country. Green Hall with Coup de Gras on Saturday. I'm yeah. So, I'm so, so MFing. Oh, motherfucking excited. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, that's going to be going to be a good show. And then Sunday, we'll be in good old Austin, Texas. At the Blackheart. Yeah. You say it's pretty close to my parents' place, like it's, Red River. It's really cl- I don't know uh, exactly. Cesar Chavez. She said it was right next to Lester Pearl. And um, are, when are we playing? Is that early? I think it's early-ish. I got I, I honestly, she told me about all the information a long time ago, and she never emailed me or anything. So. Were you smoking weed then? No, but I just I I honestly don't I don't even know how much we're getting paid. Honestly, so well, well I hope it's not nothing. It's not not it's it's definitely more than nothing, but it's not a lot. Either, I think that so. the contract says not nothing for payment. <laughs> yeah. They use the double negative there to yeah. kind of confuse you. Yeah, you're like nothing. Wait, not nothing. Okay, yeah, we're getting yeah. something. That's okay, something. <laughs> Good. Just got to clear that up. Something <sighs> is greater than not nothing. Right. Allegedly, is it? I believe so. It's a not state. nothing is actually nothing. It's a state. No, no state. not nothing. It's not nothing. Not nothing. nothing is nothing. Not nothing is nothing is anything. Right. So something is greater, but it depends on what that something is. Well, it is something because not nothing could be anything. Anything is equal to not nothing. Anything is equal to or greater than or less than anything can come from nothing. By definition, something is. Not nothing, so maybe it's not greater than. Maybe it is greater than or equal to not. I think nothing. so. I well, think, not I nothing think... is a figure of speech that is doesn't exist. Well, well I mean, it's... it's a figure of speech. It just doesn't really. It's a double du- double negative. So, therefore, by default, it's not part of the English language. And not nothing comes from anything, but something can't come from nothing. And that's just not anything. <laughs> you gotta have something. Nothing from nothing means nothing. You can't get nothing from something. Nothing from nothing means nothing. You gotta have something if you wanna be the main king. I'm not trying to be your hero. Cause that zero is too cold for So they were 
spraying that shit over Dallas. Uh, last night, I guess they started on Friday, and they've been doing it all weekend. And... So, speaking of that, um, E.T. and I, yesterday, were sitting on my front porch. Was that yesterday? Yeah. And this little baby snake crawled out from under my porch and just started convulsing and flipping around, and it just died. And I picked it up, and it was stiff as a board. Weird. I don't think they were doing the same spraying over Denton. I think they were doing... Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably unrelated, but it was weird. Well, they, I think the spraying that they're doing in Denton is by truck. Oh, really? I think. I could be wrong about that. But that's like what they've done in the past is by truck. The aerial spraying is what's kind of con- like been even more controversial. Yeah. And they're doing it over all of Dallas County. Somebody said that it's just natural lavender extract or something like that. No, it's a chemical called pyrethrine or something. That The thing is, they used to use it as a flea and tick medicine, and then they stopped using it because it was killing animals. <laughs> That's yeah, good. It, like cats have like a really bad reaction to it. <laughs> so bring your cats in if you live in Dallas County. That's, that's crazy shit. Bring your, yeah. bring your freshly dead cat in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean... They say that it's that it's fine and that Sacramento, California has been using it, so that makes it okay. Yeah. People in California have got uh, you know, coal burning plants and all that stuff, so they obviously don't give a fuck about their <laughs> environment. Well, I mean, they supposedly have higher environmental standards as far as laws go in California, like I know they do with cars and stuff like that, but obviously they're spraying shit over there, people too, so I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. It's uh, It's strange. Another one of them things, just another weird thing that's going on in the future slash past slash present. I think they're fucking us. (laughs) But I don't really care. If the plane said Orkin on it or something, it might be different, but it's it's like a camouflage C-130. With like a skull and crossbones on it. (laughs) Yeah. And a Gatling gun hanging out the window. (laughs) Just mowing people Oh, it's just for mosquitoes. And when they're done, the the pilot does a a little like Japanese kamikaze thing and crashes it into a mountain. Yeah. Right. Into a mountain full of mosquitoes. Yeah. And he wins like a flying cross or something for bravery. Oh, man. What's this world coming to? I'll tell you what it's coming to. It's coming to... It's coming to the end. It's coming to Song of the Week Song time. of the Week, yeah. It's signifying the end. What do we want to do? Have you guys seen the uh, new Primus video? No. <laughs> Is it awesome? It's pretty funny. We should check it out. It's called Lee Van Cleef. And uh, Jenny Finley, Charlie's radio girl, radio... Promoter. What do you call her? Radio promoter? Yeah. She is also promoting this Primus song, this new Primus song called Lee Van Cleef. I think that's the name of it. Let's see if we can find it here. And they're back with original, original drummer is what is. It, it sounds like old school Primus to me. Well, okay, even before Tim Alexander was in the band, they had a band called Primate with insert drummer's name here. I don't remember his name, but I think that he is on this album. That's fun. Yeah. Looks promising already. Yeah. 
Fucking oh. Primus, man. Great video, too, man. Yeah. You know, everyone check that out. Yeah, go go watch the crazy video. Oh, so in conclusion, and, and I got reminded because of that video, but um, the Tom Waits announcement of uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was August. a new video. Did you see it? Yeah, it was badass. No, yeah. I haven't seen it. I yeah, I did. I showed it to you. Remember where he's dragging the house? Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see Hell that. Hell broke loose. Fuck yeah. yeah, I did see that. That was uh, awesome shit. Yeah, we played that song on the podcast. So everybody who enjoyed that song, go watch the new video because uh, Tom Waits' Hell Broke Loose is a badass video. And what was that name of that Primus song? Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef. Primus. They only said it about 100 times in the song, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's like someone after Dear Diana being like, what's the name of that song? <laughs> That's right, that's right. Uh, Dear Diane is just one of the many songs on the lovely album that Charlie has for sale yes. today or yesterday. Insert huge applause right here. 
the first on your block to have one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good podcast. Yeah. Album release day, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being here, bitches. Yeah. 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 See you next time. For producer, James the Robot, technical engineer, Nikola Tesla, and your host, Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us.